Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! Podcast. My name, of course, is Sunny. I'm here with my co-host, Caleb. Hello! And, of course, before we get too far, we want to thank all of our wonderful sponsors. So, a huge thank you, of course, to... I want to thank... Oh, give me a second. It's late. Uh, ETB Games, <laughs> Steel Fox Games, Gem Accessories, Millennium Threads, but, of course, TCG Player and Dragon Shield. So, we have affiliate links for TCG and Dragon Shield below. And you just click those before you shop. It helps us at no extra cost to you. And, of course, we have links with discount codes for Millennium Threads as well as Gem Accessories. All right. So, uh, also, we want to thank our patrons. Well, we'll do the patron ad read, name read thing at the end. <laughs> so, huge thank you to our patrons for supporting the podcast. If you want to get an extra episode every week, please be sure to check that out down below. So, of course, before we get too much farther, I do want to acknowledge and congratulate Hold on, wait, don't don't let me mess it up. Uh, Team Donald Fan Club, uh, who is Christian Urena, Arnold uh, Zanabria, and Walter Jewell. Congratulations to those three for winning YCS Mexico City. So, with that said, let's go ahead and get on into the bulk of today's content. We'll do a little bit more um, expounding on that later and talking about the actual like meta coverage and stuff of what's going yeah. on later but we want to go ahead and talk about these new cards first because i think some of them are pretty cool oh yeah there's like a there's only like a handful maybe two handfuls of them right yeah so i want to i would love to do this first one if that's cool with you yeah sure all the way back to the gx era let's go oh yeah all right so let's start with elemental hero flame wingman infernal rage which by the way this is such a cool artwork Level 8 Wind Warrior Fusion Effect Monster. 2100 attack, 1200 defense. Materials is two elemental hero monsters with different attributes. Must be fusion summoned. You can only use this card. This card's name first and second effects once per turn each. One, if this card is special summoned, you can add one favorite card from your deck or graveyard to your hand. 
Two, you can tribute this card if it was fusion summoned using a normal monster as material. Special summon one level 7 or lower elemental hero monster that can be normal summoned or set from your deck or extra deck, ignoring, ignoring its summoning conditions. Note, it is level 8 because Flame Wingman was level 8 in the, in the anime originally. I'm sorry, cannot be normal summoner set from your yes. deck or strike. Okay. So, the, the current favorite cards in the TCG are favorite hero and favorite contact. So, we do not actually have any, like, real favorite cards yet. I don't Quote know if unquote. they're going to print more. The, the, we'll probably get it, like, around the time we get this because it kind of requires them. Right. It's not like Konami would would print a card that we can't summon. No, no, surely not. The reference I'm making is that when they were is that when they printed Blue Eye Shining Dragon, there was no legal TCG print of Blue Eye's Ultimate Dragon. Right. Hilariously, kind of like uh, Elemental Hero Neo Bubble Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It requires Metamorphosis, which is banned. Yep. The card is literally unplayable. Uh, next up, we have Link Decoder, a Link 1 Dark Cybers Link Effect Mon. Link 1 Dark Cybers Link Effect Monster. Ooh, 300 attack. Uh, links are points to the bottom. Materials, a level 4 lower Cybers monster. Isn't this kind of just what Code Talker needed was a Link 1? Um, This card would have been good like a year. Two years ago. Yeah. Or three years ago. This uh, card would okay. have been insane. Uh, effects. One, if this card is sent to the graveyard as link material for a cyber slink monster with 2300 or more original attack, you can special summon this card, but banish it when it leaves the field. It's actually not bad. Not really. Like, just like even just as like a, just a generic code talker monster or even just a link climbing tool, because it's just any cyber slink monster with 2300 or more original attack. It doesn't matter what it is. Right. So that, 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 that's a pretty good card. Not gonna lie. Alrighty, next we have going all the way back to 5Ds. Yep. Alright, so we do have the pack artwork now for Duelist Nexus, which is the pack after Cyberstorm Access. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. So this will be the first core set of the new era of Yu-Gi-Oh! Which yes. I don't know what the new era is, but I'm going to call it the Duelist Nexus era for now. Yeah. So... First, we have Wheel Synchron. This is a level 5 light machine tuner effect monster. 800 attack, 1000 defense. You can only use the second and third effect of this card's name each once per turn. One, if you use this card on the field as synchro material, you can treat it as a non-tuner. Two, during your main phase, you can... You cannot special summon for the extra deck for the rest of this turn except synchro monsters. Also, immediately after this resolves, normal summon... One level four or lower monster. Bro, why did it have to be worded like that? During main phase, you can, you cannot. You can, colon, you cannot. Oh, dude. <laughs> you can, but you can't. And That's awful. <laughs> yeah. Three, you can banish this card from your graveyard, then target one synchro monster you control, decrease its level by up to four. Interesting. This de this card seems rather turbo-y. Yeah. And it just looks like a robot dude riding on a, you say, his bike. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Revolution Synchron, a.k.a. Baby Power Tool. Level 3 Earth Machine Tuner Monster. I want to take just a moment to acknowledge how incredibly adorable this little dude is. I know. It looks like a Baby Power Tool dragon. It's... Yeah, Chibi Power Tool. Yeah, yeah Chibi Power Tool. Yeah, dude, this card is 
absolutely adorable, and I can't get over it. Yep. Uh, next up, we have uh, its effect. Uh, 900 attack, 1400 defense, level 3 earth machine tuner. Uh, you can only use the first effect on this card name, card's name each once per turn. You can only use the second effect once per duel. One, if you synchro summon a power tool synchro monster or a level 7 or 8 synchro, dragon synchro, in this card, this card in your hand can be used as material. So, it, you just as long as you have a level 4, you can synchro into a power tool. Or, if you have a level 5, you can just use them out of your hand. That's cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, that is kind of cool. It's kind of like, there's a there's a monster that if you have if you have him in your hand, you can use it as link material for the Link's uh, the Cybers monster. Dotscaper, maybe? No, you no. summon Dotscaper. Yeah, like, I know what you're talking about. It, it's that's its whole thing is you can use it as link material in your hand. Yeah. Uh, second effect. This is this one's per duel effect. If this card is in your graveyard and you control a level seven or higher synchro monster, send the top card of your deck to the graveyard. And if you do, special summon this card. And if you do, its level becomes one. So you can synchro in a power tool, and then use its other effect. Mill one, bring it out as level one, and make a life stream dragon. Microcoder. Microcoder is the card I was thinking of. Yes. Where if a cyber monster you control would be used as link material for a code talker monster, this card in your hand can also be used as material. Yeah. So that was that was what I was thinking. Yeah. Anyway, uh, overall Revolution Synchron, really good card. Surprisingly. Yeah, I, I really don't think it's bad at all. No, no, no. So. Um, it the issue is it's got to find a home. Yes. All right. So this next card is the actual like. I'm so excited. That, I just actual can't hide base it. card, like of the of the set. Cover, cover yeah, card. Cover card. Thank you. It's the cover card of the set. It's interesting though how they completely change all the background and the way that the card, like they change all the background about the art. It's like they just like took a PNG of just the monster itself and moved it over, rather than all the art. Like if you see the background of the card pack is actually green. Yeah. And the card itself, the background of the card is yellow. Yeah, that that is, that is strange. It's but, probably because they, they always take these. This will be a summer set for us. So this set will release in like August. Yeah. And I don't know if we've ever noticed the green sets for Yu-Gi-Oh mm -hmm. are always insane. Oh, yeah. No, I've I now that you mention it, actually. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So there's actually a chart of um of the sets, whether or not they were insane and what color what their color scheme was. Yeah, so there's a pattern, <laughs> the Booster Pack Rainbow. There's a whole wiki page for it. Oh, I, yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that wiki page. Okay, so it starts with like, so you have um, like Magic Ruler was green, right? Yeah, yellow, red. Well, yeah, yeah. So then you kind of you have to go to Soul of the Duelist, which was Magic Ruler was insane. Soul of the Duelist, Power of the Duelist, Power of the Duelist was pretty good, I think. Duelist Genesis. Which is Stardust. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Duelist Revolution, D-Rev, Effect Veiler, Solemn Warning, yeah. etc. Return of the Duelist was crazy. Mm -hmm. Duelist Alliance. Yeah, you're noticing a pattern. Code of the Duelist. And how about yeah. this? Rise of the Duelist. Which set was Rise? Dogmatica's, Forbidden oh. Droplet, Triple Tactics yeah, Talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's Jeez. literally insane. Yeah, no. So this oh, and Ice Dragon's Prison. Yeah. I know and this set's going to be all schism. Yeah, no, it's it's literally it's it's literally stupid. Like yeah. like the amount of the amount of good cards that come out of all literally all of them. 
right? So here you have all the Dogmaticas, all the Infernobles, the Melfies. I mean, just, just think about just what I just said. The two, like the best fright for a card, right? The introduction of the Albaz lore. Yeah. All of that was here. All right. Well, let, that, well, that just gives you an idea of like the power ceiling that this set can be. Anyway. Yeah. 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 Back to the card. This is Cosmic Quasar Dragon, which like, like Caleb says, the cover card. Level 12 Light Dragon Synchro Effect Monster. 4,000 attack, 4,000 defense, which tracks for one of these Quasar Dragons. Yeah. Materials, one Tuner Synchro Monster, two plus non-Tuner Synchro Monsters, which is quite a lot of materials. Yeah, that, yeah, no, you're looking at minimum a level two, synch a level four Synchro Tuner and two level four monsters. No, two level, level four, four Synchros. synchros. So you have to have a level four synchro tuner and well, then two level four. Synchro generally, monsters. it's formula synchron. Fair enough. So then, so then that kind of gives you ten levels, roughly, of... to work with a six and a four, seven and three, whatever. Yeah, it's but... probably going to be a seven and a three with martial metal marcher. Uh, martial metal marcher is a tuner, but my dude. Oh, never mind. I'm pretty sure anyway. Regardless, yeah. Let's see what this guy does. It, well, let's see if he's even. I'm just gonna say that is a minimum six card investment just in monster oh because two monsters for each synchro theoretically and then three synchros to make him that's a six that's that's if you're I mean, not recurring anything and not cheating stuff out yes yeah but like well, like you understand what i'm saying like, yeah, yeah like not using a plate like not using plague spreader for one and then recurring it for another one right as an but example in theory yeah. it's a six card deal okay must first be special summon with the above synchro materials one once per turn, you can target face-up cards on the field up to the number of monsters used as synchro materials for this card. Plus one. Negate their effects. This effect and its activation cannot be negated. So, minimum of three. Technically, if you make multiple of these, it is a soft once per turn. It is. Which is very funny. So, you can target cards on the field up to the number. Minimum, well, no, minimum four. Listen, listen. If minimum you four. Oh, fair enough. Number of synchro materials used for this card, uh, plus one. Yeah. Listen, listen. If you can make two of these dudes... Oh, yeah. You're going to win regardless. Two, quick effect. You can banish this synchro summoned card. Special summon one dragon's synchro monster that lists two or more non-tuner synchro monsters as material from your extra deck. And this is treated as a synchro summon. Oh, okay. So you can, so you can bring it out and target negate a bunch of stuff. And then tag it out for one of the other over over synchro over synchro fusions. Uh, yeah, or like over shooting, excel synchro fusions. Shooting quasar and stuff. Shooting quasar, shooting star. I think I, I don't know them all off the top of my head, but it's all like I think shooting quasar is like the other big one that just reads basically you in the aim. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. What about hot red dragon archfiend king calamity? Uh, does he require? I don't know. I figured you would know. No, not off the top of my head. No. Um, you keep talking. Yeah, yeah, but like, so basically the synchros that require synchro tuners and non-tuner synchro monsters in the manga were called over-excel synchros, and then synchros that required fusion tuner, uh, synchro tuners and non-tuners that didn't care were just called uh, excel synchros for whatever reason. I don't know why. That lists two or more non-tuner synchro, synchro monsters. Yeah. No, Hot Red Dragon Archfiend Abyss requires one non-tuner synchro. Okay. But that's still interesting that it's that close. Yeah. All right. Um, next synchro oh, over mine. top. Okay, yeah. Yeah. It is the, the name of this card is the Crimson Dragon. No, it's not. It's oh, synchro right. over top. Right. We're getting that one next. My bad. I forgot yeah, we were, we're skipping that we're, one. Yeah, we're skipping we're skipping one and coming back in like three for, or four cards. There's a good reason. 
You're still going to get it. Yeah. Trust the process. Okay. Synchro over top. Uh, actually, you're not going to get it. Do you want to skip and then I'll do this? And then if I do this one, then we keep going, then you get to do Crimson Dragon. Nah, it's cool. It's cool. Are you sure you don't want to yeah, do Crimson I, Dragon? I'm fine. I, I, I don't care. I have no okay. reason to care. I mean, it's it's cool. That's why you care. Fair you enough. You literally just said, ooh, I'm excited to do this one. Yeah. Okay, so Synchro over top. Normal spell. You can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn. One, target any number of level seven and or eight dragon synchro monsters in your graveyard. Special summon them in, their, in defense position, but their levels become one. Their effects are negated, and you cannot special monsters from the extra for the rest of this turn, except synchros. I mean, at that point, you're probably running a deck that's pretty synchro-focused anyway. Yeah. Two, when your synchro monster is destroyed by battle, you can banish a card from your graveyard, special summon a crimson dragon from your extra deck. Who's that one that we skip, but we'll come back to yeah. for reasons that we'll explain. Yeah. So right. that's actually pretty funny because that lets you because that would give you like a whole bunch of material to make the uh, what was it called? Yeah, Cosmic Quasar Dragon because <laughs> they're level one now. Also, I'm just going to say, yeah, this is all Signer Dragon support is what this is. Yeah, but the artwork on this particular one is just like. Have you ever seen that meme of, like, Mr. Krabs standing naked looking down on oh, Plankton? Yeah, yeah, but with Ancient Fairy. That's that's literally this. Good gravy, he's naked! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, this, that's this. Oh. All right, next we have Synchro World. This is a field spell card, and if you look at the art, it's basically just the little arena that they race their motorcycles in. Yeah, but it's got wheel synchro on just rum rum. That man said rum rum. Anyway... Uh, field spell card. <laughs> Each time a monster is synchro summoned, place two signal counters on this card. Second effect. You can remove four, seven, or ten signal counters from your field to activate one of these effects. Four. Increase or decrease the level of one face-up monster you control by one. Seven. Special summon one tuner from your graveyard. Ten. Special summon one synchro monster from your graveyard. That's what Caleb was talking about earlier with, like... Yeah, the, the number is six, but it goes down if you start recurring things. Yeah. If this card in its owner's control is destroyed by an opponent's card effect, you can special summon one, the Crimson Dragon, from your extra deck. Man, they really want you to summon the Crimson Dragon. Hmm, let's see what the Crimson Dragon does next. All well, right. Well, no, well, next I mean, up. Next up after this. Yeah. Next up, we have Scrap Iron Idol, which is kind of like Scrap Iron Scarecrow, but it's a, a scrap. It's an idol of the Crimson Dragon made out of scrap. Uh, normal trap, you only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn. One, target one of your level seven or eight dragon synchro monsters that is banished in your graveyard. Special summon it, but then it returns to the extra deck during the end phase. Also, after that, set this card face down instead of sending it to the graveyard. So it's it's got Scrap Iron Scarecrow's effect of just resetting itself. Yeah. Two, if this set card in its owner's control is destroyed by an by an opponent's card effect, special summon the Crimson Dragon from your extra deck. How? That's three cards whose effects literally read special summon the Crimson Dragon from your extra deck. How am I just now realizing? What? Um, I'm just now realizing that YG Organization has a comment section. Oh. If you just keep scrolling, there's a yeah. whole comment section. Did you just never scroll that far down? No. Fair. I get to the last card and I just exit Stop. out. That's fair. That, that's entirely fair. Okay, now the Crimson Dragon itself. Let's see if it's worth three cards that literally read special summon the Crimson Dragon from your extra deck. Would you like to read it? Uh, I can if you, if you would prefer me to read it. Well, you, I feel like you really like this card and think it's very cool. 
I don't read it. The Crimson Dragon, level 12 light dragon synchro monsters. You didn't object because you know I'm right. <laughs> zero attack, zero defense. Materials, a tuner, and one or more non-tuner monsters. Very generic. You can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn. One, if this card is special summon, doesn't matter how, you can add a spell trap that mentions the Crimson Dragon from your deck to your hand. Quick two, quick effect. You can target level seven or higher synchro monster on the field, except itself. Return this card to the extra deck, and if you do special summon a dragon synchro monster with the same level from your extra deck, this is all this is treated as a synchro summon. So this would normally first off, this is like a really good card, actually. Because then you can just tag out into another whatever it creates another copy of a basically of another dragon right. synchro you have on board. So if you have like a Stardust, you can you can tag it out into another level eight. Boom, synchro. Uh, right. Eight. Or also, it lets you maybe, like, in theory, um, you can tag out of something like a... That you can literally make Stardust to insulate your combos. And then later on in the turn, tag Stardust out into Borlog Savage or something like that. Well, no, because if... Or you can make yeah, Borlog Savage don't. and then tag out into something else. Yeah. Something else you can hilariously do is if you have Black Rose or Ancient Fairy, just as an, as just an example... Oh. Tag it down to the little seven. Make Shangira. Shangri-Ira. Oh. Wait. Yeah. Because he's a low, he's a rank seven generic, my brother. So wait, if you have what, you can do what? If you have a level seven dragon synchro and crimson dragon, you tag crimson dragon out to another level seven, and then just overlay into Shang, overlay into uh, uh, Kashira Shangira, Shangri-Ira. Huh. Yeah, I guess you can. I guess I misunderstood his effect. I thought you tagged out the other one for no, no, no. a different one at the same level, but you tag out itself. Yeah, Crimson Dragon returns to the extra deck and then switches itself with one of the other ones. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the other reason that all these cards that say, oh, well, if it's destroyed, you... Ex you know, yeah, it lets you search out one of those three cards. Which is so cool because that also gives them all the text of the Crimson Dragon, which lets them all be searchable. Yes, so this card would ha have hilarious synergy with Ultimaya Zulkin. Yes. To that effect, I would say you forgot that they errated, errated Ultimaya Zulkin. When was it? When was the errata? June 2022. And you didn't forget. It's just that it was no never one talked about. No one talked about it because yeah. it wasn't ever relevant. A except now it is actually relevant because before the errata, you could have targeted Ultimaya Zulkin and literally switched it out for any, uh, just Correct. about any any dragon, just about. So. Ultimaya Zulkin, originally, the the player, the owner of the card, the controller of the card, could target it with card effects. Basically, the errata says that neither player can target it with card effects. This was always the intended interaction here. Mm -hmm. This was always the intended... Uh, yeah, this was always the intended use and the intent... Like, that was always the intended text of the card. Yeah. But it was a mistranslation when it was brought to the TCG, so they're fixing that. Yeah. The issue now is that if you own a copy of Ultimaya Zulkin... It's going to have using the text. It, for example, in a virtual world deck, as they did, it, like Caleb said, will have the old text. Yeah. So be aware of that and know that well, if you go to a tournament and you have Ultimaya Zulkin... And you're running this deck for whatever reason, you can't target it with Crimson Dragon. Right. So, with that said, that's all the new cards. Yep. I think it'll be cool. It's going to be some high, high profile synchro shenanigans happening, which I like synchro shenanigans. I, I, yeah, I like synchro. Synchros are really cool. Uh, really cool. Uh, summon mechanic. Yeah, summon mechanic. 
All right, I this was completely unrehearsed. I rank your summon mechanics in order. Oh, okay. Most like to least like. Do you mean full full on summon mechanics, or are you talking about all the sub summon mechanics underneath that? Full on sub mechanics. So in okay in in order of release, these would be fusion, fusion, we, ritual. Well, yeah, fusion, ritual, synchro, Xyz, pendulum, link. Six of them. Okay, Xyz, synchro, link, fusion, pendulum. Ritual? Oh, rituals. Uh, okay. I put ritual above pendulum. So, second to last. Yeah. So, Xyz, Synchro, Link, Fusion. Fusion, Ritual, Pendulum. I would go Xyz, Synchro, Link, Ritual, Fusion, Pendulum. So, it's just swap Ritual and Fusion. Yeah. So, you agree that Xyz are the best of them? Oh, Yes. They're they're very easy for any one particular deck that for any one particular deck to access. Their their effects are more powerful than average, but they're also very the effects are also very limited. Yes. Once they're out of detached material, this is no longer the case with most exceeds. Most exceeds can have something else to do. But you get what I'm saying though. Like mm-hmm. they're like they're the whole design philosophy is material uh material in, you get temporary powerful effects, and then they're out. Yes. A uh, great example is old uh, number 17 Leviathan Dragon, mm-hmm. where it was two level threes and you had a 2,000 beats to detach one. It's at 2,500. You could detach that second material if you wanted to make it 3K, but then you couldn't attack direct with it. So then there was yeah. this, do I detach or do I not? They self-balance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, it's... I think it was once per turn, but yeah. I yeah, but, yeah it, but it was it exceeds self-balance them, have a, self, have a mechanic built in to self-balance them. Yes. So that was my opinion. And then with Synchros, it was just a really cool game mechanic. Today's episode is brought to you by ETB Games. ETB Games is, of course, our locals in Alexandria, Louisiana. They are our one-stop shop for all of our card game needs. They have singles and sealed product for the games that you love, like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Magic the Gathering, and Pokemon. Of course, you can also find the accessories that you need, such as sleeves, binders, playmats, and more. And if you're into D&D, well, they have all of your D&D figurines, the paint for the figurines, dice, books, and anything that you would need to play. So be sure to check out ETB Games. There's a link in the description down below. And now back to today's episode. So I want to talk a little bit about meta going forward. Yeah. So we had a couple of events happen this weekend. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, let's first talk about, let's, let's talk about YCS Mexico City first. Sure. So again, this YCS was held over the weekend, this, this past weekend, it concluded mm-hmm. on February 12th and this team was won by, or this event was a three V three event, which we've explained before. But for those, I don't know, a three V three event is where you and two friends all play together on a team and you each play a best of three match against another team who has three players. So let's say me, Caleb, and another friend of us of ours is are all on a team together. We play against three other people, and whoever wins two out of three of their matches wins the round. So if we go and I win my best two out of three and Caleb wins his best two out of three, then our friends match doesn't matter because we won our we yeah. won two out of three of the matches. Yeah, we've gotten two out of three at that point. Right. But the, yeah, but then if it's like a draw and two win, or then if it's like a draw, a draw and a win, then it's a win. Yeah. 
if it's a draw, a win, and a loss, then it's a draw. Yeah, it's 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 re- it's actually kind of interesting in my in my opinion. I find this stuff kind of interesting. I will say this much: generally, three v three YCSs are considered more skillful. Hmm. Because then there's also the where do you put your best player on your team? So there is an entire strategy to where do you put your best player? Mm-hmm. Where you put your worst player? Right. Where do you put maybe somebody that's unfamiliar with the deck that they're running? Yeah. Like for example, I know somebody when we had when we had Hani on the podcast, he was talking about this. Mm-hmm. When him and his team won a three v three YCS in uh, Peru, right? Peru. And they go down there, and his friend was trying to learn the combos of the deck they were all playing on the plane. Oh no! So he, they get down there, and for the first like six rounds, he said he had to help his friend get the uh, get the combos down. His yeah, first six rounds, and then finally, eventually, they got into. Yeah, they he got, got into the rhythm, yeah. and he didn't really have to help him anymore. But he said it took like close to six rounds or something like that before he really like got it together. Yeah, and learned the deck, bro. Dude, that sounds that sounds terrifying to be honest. Now, okay, so like remember that three three v three that me and you went to with Trevor? Yeah, yeah. So of the three of us, I'm the I, I'm the worst player by far. In advanced. Yeah, in advance, specifically. I would uh, say in Edison, you are a very good player. Yeah. You don't give yourself enough credit. I think you're much better than I am. So then, uh, it, and it really, it, I found it really helped just having, being able to turn, like that knowledge of being able to turn to either one of y'all and just go, help. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For a great example, it was the first time I ever got, uh, ever got, uh, what, what was that card? Nightmare Corruptor Ibley. Uh yeah yeah yeah, Ibley yeah I got Ibley block for the first time and I was like I don't know what to do <laughs> and Trevor looked over saw the Ibley looked at my hand and went just play yeah 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 you were running Phantom Knights and you were like, he was like just play Yu Gi Oh yeah yeah I, yeah because again new car my brain locked up and it really helped and I th- and I think I walked out of there just with be- having having both y'all just kind of on occasion glancing over and just going. Just play. Really helped me step up my game after that. Um, let me see. There was that one round. Uh, yeah, where Trevor finished his game in t- in I think it was about eight minutes. He finished yeah. his match. Yeah, and I was still in game one. Yes, and he just kind of looked at me and went, "I'm bored." Thump. <laughs> okay, now do this. Okay, now do this. Now this. Now this. Plugged a controller into your head. Yeah, and just played because he was bored. I was like, "Sure, whatever, man." Yep. It was, it was hilarious. So, but we would, we did want to win. Give a huge congrats to Christian Urana and his team yeah, for yeah, winning yeah. that event. It is obviously a huge to win like that. And I, like I said, I think that there is a. Um, I mean, it's a it's really really cool and a really big deal mm-hmm. to win a 3v3 YCS. I think they're they're incredibly skillful and I know this much. I I was looking at the teams for mm-hmm. so just 
for posterity's sake, for the sake of, uh, I, I'm not going to say that, um, get what? Well, I'm trying to get back to that, that particular Christian Urena's Twitter page, but <laughs> my, um, Twitter giving you issues. Yeah. Okay. I think I know. I think I, I, think I can, it's like, like when you speed run, you, uh, speed run uh, wikipedia and it's like you yeah. click here to get to here to get to here yeah and it's like i think if i click here then i can get to uh get back yeah yeah right you see yeah there yeah. you go there okay. you go okay just it. just to say quality of player that is at this tournament right just in like the top like 20 teams right you have cody angeloff pack a watt pack to so pack shooping you or shooping you uh yeah uh boden temek Ryan Le- Ryan uh, Levine or yeah Ryan Levine, uh, Jeff Jones, okay, Walter Jewell, Christian Urena, who their team ended up winning, okay. and these are just the players that I recognize off the top of my head, right? Yeah, that doesn't even take into account like if you go a little further, you have Jesse Cotton, Aaron Furman, Jeez. and Asala on a team together, right? Like you Jeez, go a little bit further down. Luke Parks, Vlad, who is um, Hypnocorn, huh? Hypnocorn, yeah. yeah. Farfus editor, yeah. Who's a, who's an extremely good player in his own mm-hmm. right. So Luke Parks, Vlad, and Ralph Nevin playing together. Like, like, Bro. like the, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Some of these teams just are completely stacked, but it's such a skillful event. This whole event was stacked. Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty crazy. So, with that said... There was a second event this weekend, and this event was YCS Lyon, France, and YCS Lyon took place, obviously, over the weekend. Um, there's a couple of statistics that I wanted to hit, and oh my goodness, why why did I scroll away from the statistics? They're so hard <laughs> to find again. Why did I do this? Yeah, there's like just over 2,000 players. Okay, here we go. I got it. Oh, you found it. Okay. So, tournament had 2,379 players, so about okay. 2,400. The tournament was still under the December 2022 Forbidden Limited list. This was the first tournament where Photon Hypernova is illegal, and this tournament marks, or the first YCS rather, this tournament marks, marks the seventh YCS win for Tier Limit. So, that's right, this event was won by Tier Limit. So, in this, I believe this will be the last. Tur- the, the, these were the last tournaments where tournaments le- were tournaments full power legal. Yes, for sure. So tomorrow or yesterday, by the time this episode comes out, yeah, the new the- ban list is in effect. So there. Oh, hey, welcome to season eight, everybody. Yes, we made it, season eight. <laughs> Woo! Yes, every ban list cycle. Okay, so yeah, so now the new ban list is in effect. So rip. Yeah, rip, ripperoni, jabroni. Yep, rest in piss. I'm so done with tier, honestly. I, I, okay. So I'm conflicted, right? I think that the tier mirror is an incredibly skillful, and uh, it's very intense, very skillful, and very interactive mirror yeah. match. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Because um, a lot of what the deck does to the opponent also triggers off the opponent's effects. Right. It, it's like I said, it's extremely extremely skill intensive yeah it's like a teledad mirror <sighs> or a plane it, it, it's i mean it's really it's like a mirror with any deck just about no 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 really not every deck is interactive like that in a that's, way that's that is fair. interesting yeah that's entirely fair 
I think that there are some mirror matches in Yu-Gi-Oh's history that you can point to as mm -hmm. like, this is an incredibly skillful mirror match. For example, Goat Control. Ooh. Um, I think you can say that it was with Dragon Rulers. I think you can say it with Necroz. I think you can say it with maybe some some Sky Striker mirrors. And then now Tournament on top of that. Okay, yes. cool. So so there's a there's like ha a handful of mirror matches that are like insanely insane mm -hmm. high skill ceiling mirror matches. This is maybe the highest skill skill ceilings mirror match ever. So cool. the, the here's the issue with the Dark Realm Dragon mirror match is that mm -hmm. if either Return Dad or Teledad, either either one, because mm -hmm. Dark Realm Dragon the deck was actually tears are twice yeah hilariously enough yeah return dad and then after Duel's genesis you had teledad so when you have teledad and return dad both decks you have this issue where so when you think of like a skillful like matchup mm -hmm. the things that what are some of the things that come to mind uh well for one thing a lot of I sit on my board, okay, well, I'm, oh, pass. Board gets broken, they set up a board, pass. I break their board, set up a new board, pass. Back and, and just, forth. Yeah, just, just constant, okay, I'm about to win. Okay, now they're about to win. Well, now I'm about to win again. Just So I think that there's a lot of like, okay, I have to make this particular play because I know for a fact that they're on this card. Yeah. And I have to interact with this card in a particular way to beat it. Yeah. There's a lot of that. Yeah, and then there's just a lot of... And then, then, of course, there also comes this hilarious situation where you know at some point one of the players is go, I know that they know that I know that they exactly, know. Exactly. I know that they know that exactly. I know. And you, you know that's going to happen. I know that they know that I know that they know that I know. Yeah. And what's funny is that I found that you can, if you watch the players' faces, you can almost see when they get into that loop. Yeah. It's like a feedback loop. Yeah. Where, and like, because they're just kind of staring at their cards. And like they get kind of like a blank look on their face yeah, for like they a just, split they just second. Glaze over for like a split second before they finally go. Wait, <laughs> wait! I just need to play a card. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. they'll just kind of do a little, or they'll just kind of go, like blink real hard and just go. Yeah. So that it is definitely something to be said for back and forth for knowing that you have to play around certain things and this things like that. But the, here's the issue with Teledad. Is that 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 format has too many blowouts? That's entirely fair. It's Return got, from a different dimension, it's, where you where you can just lose the game right there. Right. There's so many different ways. Crush card virus, things like yeah. that. There's so many different ways to just immediately lose the game in Teledad format, and the format's That's fair. kind of so explosive that whoever goes third usually wins. So whoever goes first. It's it's hard to say that whoever goes first wins, because sometimes you just lose on turn two because that's how good yeah. the deck was. It was like it was like the first deck that could just OTK you every turn out of nowhere. Yeah, it just all of a sudden you're you're like, oh, I'm sitting high and pretty, and all of a sudden you, you're that's it, your life points are zero. Right. So to me, Teledad is in this weird spot where um, a deck <clears throat> was extremely explosive, but the meta game hadn't caught up to. I need to play way more back row to compensate for that explosiveness yeah because if you look at like edison format even the most explosive of decks are only so powerful 
because you're running, you know, sometimes like 10, 12, 14 back row. Mm -hmm. You don't run that IntelliDad. You're on like six. Fair enough. So it's, I don't know. And I guess it depends on the IntelliDad build and all that. But Yeah, the individual, the build. And right. But when you're running so many copies of things like Dark Reffer and Armageddon Knight and Krebons and Emergency Teleports and Maliciouses and, and blah, blah, blah. Dad and everything else, it just, it, you know, you can only do so much. So, but with that said, <clears throat> we did want to, of course, congratulate the Kansas City Chiefs for winning the Super Bowl. Big, mm-hmm. big congrats to them. I don't watch football, but congrats to them anyway. I yeah. know. I know the ball went very fast, and it is very hard to catch it when it's going that fast. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, people, they they regularly, regularly get their fingers broken. Because mm-hmm. they, throw, they throw that ball so hard, so fast sometimes, yeah. it just breaks the player's fingers. Oh, yeah, I, I fully, I'm, I'm, I fully believe that. That's just like, it, here's the craziest thing. I, I, to I, be I'm fair. Gonna say, I'm going to say one last thing, and I'll be done with football. Well, talk. hold on. Real quick. To be fair, you could tell me that referees are required to wear pink underwear, and I'd believe you. Fair. Okay. If you ever watch people like sportscasters and stuff that used to be NFL players, mm-hmm. particularly that used to be linemen. If, you, if you ever watch... Okay. Here's the here's way to tell. If you ever watch an NFL broadcast... Whether that be during the game, before the game, kind of ESPN during the week, it doesn't matter. Yeah. If you're watching sports and talking about NFL, and you have a, if it says former player, you can always tell if they played offensive or defensive line. Really simply, if they do like this, and one of their fingers is bent like this, oh, or like this for no discernible reason, it is it's where their finger got broken. It didn't heal. Properly. You know why it didn't heal properly? Why? Because fingers are useless in the NFL. If you're not a receiver, if you're a lineman, they literally—if you, you break a finger like like completely sideways in a game like that, you, you just keep playing. And you never- run to you run to the sideline. They say, "We got you." Crack it back into place. Tape it to the finger next to it, and you just go back out on the field. And so, it ne- and and then it gets, and none of your fingers ever heal. Yeah, because they don't get the proper medical attention that they actually need. Right, they don't put them in splints or anything. So, yeah, because then usually by not, after not the game, really. Yeah, because then usually by after the game, it's like doesn't hurt anymore. I don't need to go to the, go to the doctor. No, it's not that it doesn't hurt. It's that it hurts so bad you can't feel it. Oh, that's fair. They 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 just like take some uh, t- uh, what's it called the uh, tor- torsol torsol just. Oh, no, no, wrap no, it up and put it out. Oh, no, like I mean, like the next day or the day after next. I mean, it eventually stops hurting, sure, <laughs> but like, like it's gonna hurt. You broke your finger yeah. in half. Yeah, oh yeah, but yeah. But anyway, back to Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. So this, okay. So I wanted to talk about these events today for like a really specific reason. Uh, you okay over there, Mister Chuckles? <laughs> You okay? Is Discord really doing it for you this evening? <laughs> uh, Speaking of, if you're not on our Discord server, yes. please be sure to click the link down below to join our Discord server. We have a really great community, and we do a lot of deck building and root stuff. Go. Oh yes, and sometimes we do we we share memes. So a lot of times we yes, share memes. Yes, I just got shown a hilarious joke, and I was kind of chuckling at it. Okay, it would. You good? You good yeah, now? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. You good now? Okay. So we. Okay, so this is interesting. Let's talk about the breakdowns from top for over. So there's an overall breakdown from mm-hmm. YCS Leon mm-hmm. 
And uh, that is a top 64 breakdown. Da, 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 da. I wonder if it's in this thread. So there's also not just a top 64 breakdown, but an overall breakdown mm -hmm. from YCS Leon. Oh my goodness. Of course. You know, I know that I should have had all this pulled up yeah, you ahead of time. You know what? You know what? I don't see you having it all pulled up either. So I, I don't want to hear it. Hey man, I'm not hey man, I'm not the guy with the computer. Oh man. And my computer's light. Okay, there we go. Okay, so this is the top sixty four breakdown. Mm -hmm. All right, so very notably in this tournament, uh, France was tier zero. Fifty eight percent of the duelists that competed were from France. Huh. They they did a breakdown of that. Weird. 58% French, 10% Italian, 9% British, 7% German, 4% Swiss, and 12% other. Huh. I don't know why they put the statistics for that on the Yu-Gi-Oh card EU it's page, in, but it's, it's interesting. interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Also, I actually really, really want to shout out the commentary team mm -hmm. for this game. I mean, for this uh, event. I know that it's like I'm kind of late shouting them out. But the commentary for specifically the EU ICSs is, is insane. Like this is the best Yu-Gi-Oh commentary gets. This is as good as it gets. So specifically, I want to talk about Lampy Yu-Gi-Oh. Is it Lampy or Lampy Yu-Gi-Oh? I think it's Lampy. Uh -huh. I think it's Lampy Yu-Gi-Oh. He is an excellent, excellent broadcaster. You should absolutely follow him on Twitter. And of course, all everybody involved around that did a spectacular job. All of the announcers, the German team, the Italian team, I really loved the coverage and the event, as far as the live stream goes, was run very well. I love seeing GOAT and Edison games on the live stream in oh, between rounds. That's awesome. Yeah, if the round was taking too long in between, they were they were playing goat and Edison like the the commentators the announcers would just get out of the booth walk onto the stage and start playing goat and Edison. That's amazing. No, no, it was it was genuinely it was amazing. It was awesome. So keep we, doing that. Yes, for sure. Please do that at YCS London. I would love to. I would love to just come in and play a little bit of Edison format. I would love that. So. We have the deck breakdown for day one of the YCS Leon. So this is overall everybody that entered the event. Yeah, all 2,000, whatever, whatever, whatever. 379. All 2,400 duelists, essentially, that entered the event. <laughs> of them all, we have 32% of the field is tier limit. Mm -hmm. That means nearly 700 players. Tier limit. Tier limit. We have 14% Sprite, 10% mm -hmm. Kashtira, 8% Fluunderese, 5% Branded, 4% Sword Soul, 27% Other. So this right here is why I think that this particular event will always be looked at, looked <clears throat> back on as a kind of a cool little moment in Yu-Gi-Oh's history. Yes, because so, we have full-powered Kashtira, full-powered Tier Limit. Full power this, full power that. Right. It's actually extremely rare that we have kind of this coalescence of events at the same time. Yeah. So what happened this weekend is unique because you have a new ban list that goes into effect on the following Monday. <clears throat> then you have a new set that just released the previous Wednesday. 
So what this means is you have a new set legal for this event, and this is the first event that the new set is legal. You have the old stuff that is at full-blown power mm-hmm. that will... This is its last go. This is its last hurrah. But here's the thing. Because we know how good these established decks are, and we don't have a great gauge as to how good this new upcoming meta threat, Kashtira, is. This gives us an idea. Right. This gives us an excellent gauge for just how good Kashtira will be going forward. So, in full power, tier 0, tier limit format, the last event of this format, tier 0 still got the win. It was overwhelmingly the best deck in most people's opinion, and Kashtira was in finals against tier limit. But Tier Limit took the win. I think that this exemplifies that Tier Limit is, without a doubt, the best deck of not only last format, but it would have been the best deck of this format, too. Had, had it not been decimated by the ban list. Yes. So, for Cash Tier to be the best deck, Tier Limit had to go. Yeah. To that vein, because Tier Limit is gone, <clears throat> Cash Tier is a weaker deck. How is it weaker? Because Think about what Kashtira does. Uh-huh. One of its monsters is a macro on legs. Yeah. And it the, is a dimension shifter dot deck. Oh, uh, without even trying to be. Right. No, it literally, it runs D-Shifter. Oh, fair it enough. It main decks three D-Shifter. Oh, fair enough. Well, to be fair, they they can recur from Banish, so they kind of don't care. It's, it actively helps them. Yeah. So because it is a D-Shifter deck... And it is a, like, a macrocosmos on legs deck. And then it also blocks off monster zones. It's just really a perfect tier limit counter. So, it's interesting that we see, like, this might have been, like, Kashtira's best chance to really take one. I I don't know that Kashtira wins a YCS after this. This may have been its chance. Well, maybe. We'll have to see how the player base shifts the deck toward the new met the new threats that are rising now that tier limits no longer a thing sure but also now that no longer she's that now that Ishizu's pretty much not a thing anymore right and, and i think that there will be something to be except, said except in except in any deck that are inverna selves because inverna selves can search the Ishizu stuff yes so i think we're gonna have to see exactly what is going to be the way here Mm -hmm. that people want to play this out i think that cash is still a good deck i'm not gonna sit here and pretend that cash is a bad deck because it's not it's very good oh no no it it, how do you play against yeah i just had five of my monster zones locked down and i can't summon anything now easy you just set five pass yeah yeah if you what if you're playing a deck that doesn't set five pass then you activate Book of Eclipse. You summon Lava Golem. You summon yeah, Ross yeah, yeah. Mode. Yeah, exactly. This is my issue with Cash. Yeah. Is that... You Nibiru them. <laughs> yeah, actually. Here's the thing. Cash is a very good deck. But Lightning Storm ain't it, right? Um, yeah, Lightning Storm, Regeki, Dark Hole. None of those are it. Interrupted Kaiju Slammer, not it. Because Shangri-Ira can protect itself from destruction. Mm-hmm. So you have to think about cards that Swords of Concealing Light, Book of Eclipse, things like that. Hilariously, Swords of Concealing Light. It's a legitimately good card. Yeah, I gotta find find my copies. You have to understand that... Actually, even just Book of Moon. 
by itself is all of a sudden more powerful. Yeah. I would argue that Book of Lunar Eclipse also has extremely good applications in certain decks. Yeah. Again, it, it, it depends on the deck. Sure. So, with that said, I... Because Kashtira has so many blatant... One card, their board's cleared. Yes. I guess. There's, without a doubt, about a dozen cards that you could main deck. And I, I say that, like, there's, like, four or five cards that you can main deck to where you're running, like, a dozen cards. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four yeah. or five individual cards. But if you yeah. play them in play sets, then it's a dozen. Because, yeah. like, like, you can run three Book of Eclipse, three Concealing Light, three Lava Golem, three Sphere Mode. Yeah. And if you run those, and you're running, like, a dozen cards. So you can run, like, a dozen cards in your deck. Plus, uh, also, any Kaijus that you can abuse. Correct. That you can, uh, your, abuse, that your deck can just naturally abuse. Uh, for instance, if your deck you can just kind of accidentally search Gamma Seal. That is a thing that some decks can do. Yeah. But I would say that currently moving forward, so Season 8 onward, mm -hmm. as, as much as the February 13th ban list takes effect, I think Kashtira is the best deck. I would put an asterisk next to that. I... It might not be the most represented deck at the top tables of every event. Yeah. I think it's the best deck because I think people are going to be main decking because a dozen cards for the matchup. And fair. because everybody's main decking a dozen cards, you're going to see an influx. So a great thing, uh, something that I would do personally. Mm -hmm. So you go, let's say you go to an event, right? And everybody's main decking a dozen cards for cash. And so you go to, let's just say, for example... YCS London. Mm -hmm. 2023, <clears throat> but 250th YCS. That's not what April 1st. April 1st and 2nd, YCS London. Okay, you go there, and Kashira represents 20% of Top Cut. Not a lot. Mm -hmm. So let's just say, you know, like six, eight, ten spots. Pretty diverse Top Cut. The next event, I'm still main decking a dozen for Kashira. You know why? Because it also hurts a bunch of other decks? No, not not no. even that. So if you're playing if you're playing a deck that is if you're okay, so you're you're playing, you're building your deck, and you build your your main deck interruptions, state hand traps, you know, things mm -hmm. like that. You're building all that with the intention of Kashtira. And then yeah. Kashira represents 24% of a turn of a top cut. Uh-huh. What do you do going forward? Do you still main deck all those cards for Kashtira or do you not? Because it's not representative of top cut. Hmm. But the issue that then, but then the issue at that point becomes if you don't main the cards against cash, cash kicks blows you, you out, blows you out. But then if you do, you get blown out by the stuff that is in top cut. So, so then you have to kind of figure out what's going to be in top cut and then find the cards that work for both. Here's what you do. Yeah. You play the cards for cash. And let me tell you why. Mm -hmm. For the next event, if you go to the very next YCS after, mm -hmm. top cut will be 50% cash. Really? And I'm going to tell you why is because think about it like this. Like, look at YCS Niagara. Mm -hmm. We are in what is <sighs> without a doubt. So it's actually just pot format. 
So it's Sprite and Tier Limit, but Tier Limit was really like the best deck at that event. Yeah. Right? Sprite was like the favorite deck, but No, no. Tier Limit was the favorite. Really? I thought it was So Sprite Tier was Limit had just come off an event where Tier Limit represented a high amount of top oh, like half of top eight. It was fair. Like well represented fair. because that was when Tier Limit Danger was really exploding. I completely forgot about t- Tier Limit Danger. I completely forgot that deck existed. Exactly. <clears throat> so excuse me. You had the entire Danger Tier <clears throat> deck, and they're putting in like a Sprite and package yeah. and a Punk package. Even they were calling it PTSD, yep. but which was the, one of the best names ever. But you had that really like that danger tier deck and it was the favorite going in and everybody knew to look for it. And Sprite represented almost 60% of top cut. Like regular Sprite. Huh. Because Sprite was not the favorite. So people weren't siding for it. So then everybody was siding for tier. Okay, I get- and so even though tier was the best deck, people oversided. People people basically pre-sided for tier, and then the people who were some of the people who were playing tier. That's what happened to me. Foresaw that and shifted to sprite. I went to that event. I played five rounds in a row of sprite, and you didn't have the sides for it because you side because your side was built around tier limit. All of my losses were to sprite. So, okay, so you're okay. So in the first event. Because I pre-sided essentially for tier limit. So basically what you're saying is, for cash, it'll be first tournament with cash. Cash will be everywhere. Low representation because everybody's pre-sided for it. Yeah. And And then the next deck, because the representation is low, people do not pre-side for it. And cash dominates. So that's why you have to also pre-side at the second event, even though the representation is low. For cash. Yes. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then people are going... Okay, because then people's brands are going to go now... People are going to start, are going to stop playing Kashira. Yes, the people who are who are going to be playing Kashira are going to be like, no, now it's time too because everyone thinks I'm not. I've literally, I think we've actually done. I, I think I've literally done that before. Yes, like gone. Yeah, people are going to be signing for this, not this. Exactly. So you have to look at the deck that it's like. Okay, well, it's like, what do they call it? What do they call it? Um. When you always want to stay exactly one step ahead, but uh. never like two or three, Yomi? Uh. Is that what they call that? No idea. Okay. Let well, me, let me. Uh, hey, we'll... go, put it in the chat with our editor. He'll know. And I'm, while you do that, I'm going to read patron names. I mean, All I was right. just going to Google it real quick. Step exactly ahead. one step ahead. Yeah. There's a song called Exactly One Step Ahead. Well, there's a term for it too. Bunch of companies. I I don't think it's Yomi because Yomi I think means like. Is the yeah is the land of is the land means the land of the dead. Okay, so. So it's not that one. Yeah. Anyway. So we want to, of course, thank our wonderful patrons because this is da 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 the end of the episode. So a huge thank you to Cam Yang, Dragon Maid Stunzy, the Glizzy Goblin, 
Kane Martin, Zyphorus, Blackwing, Silverwing, The Ascendant is the best Floodgate, Earth Machine, best deck, Epi. Has anyone actually read Toy Vendor, HGH Cyber, I am McLincoln, Mountain Man, Oatmeal Spaghetti, Owen Alvarado. Quitting the game is a Floodgate, singing in the shower was fun and all till I swallowed soap, then it became a soap opera. Unbanned number 95, Konami, understanding and reading are two different things. Virtually Saviors, World Rogue, and Tier 2 are the polite terms for bad deck. AD, Aaron Gardner, Asami, Ashless Chaps, Box Wine, Bestial Pizza Hut, Duty Booty, Dragon Maidenless Behavior, Fur Hire Dog Turd, Herios Bubble Cereal, I'm about to reek a glamour tribute for cost these plant nuts in your mouth cam the hockey walkie slush mixer old man red pin code 143 rescue aces tier one watch me and santa claus thank you all so so much for your continued support of the podcast and again if you want to get that extra episode every week be sure to check out our patron in the description down <coughs> below everybody in the five dollar and up tier gets the extra episode Woo! so of course, with all that said, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Welcome to the new season. And until next time, have a great week, everyone. Take care, everybody. And if we get the answer, we will put it in the description down below. Yes, I will. Or the editor will put it in. Well, no, I'm the guy who uploads, not edits. Yeah, I know, but the editor can put it in because he's the guy that knows the answer. Fair enough. Take care, everybody. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.